welcome to the Hometown Headlines podcast. This is John Druckenmiller with HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. One of the top stories of the year continues to unfold, and that is what will happen in Somerville Park specifically with the sleep-in proposed for Martha Berry at the corner of Charlton. Joining us right now is a young lady who did a fantastic job speaking to the Board of Adjustments a few weeks back about the sidewalk issue related to that. She's also been very active in her neighborhood, a resident of Somerville Park, about this whole effort to stop the sleep-in hotel. We are joined this morning by Penny Evans-Plants. Penny, good morning. Good morning. Thank you, John, for having me. Thank you for being here. And I'm not trying to be Mr. Nice Guy here. I mean, you, uh, I went home and told my wife after that presentation that day, they said, man, Penny was like a lawyer in there. You you nailed that, uh, oh, your presentation thank you. there. But but shows the passion you have, your, your fellow neighbors have about this. Um, for folks who are kind of new to this, how about walking us through where we're at here? What's involved Absolutely. Here? I'd be happy to because I do think there is a, a misunderstanding in the community when we say that the sleep-in is going to be located on the corner of Martha Berry and Charlton. So most people assume that the sleep-in will be facing Martha Berry Highway. On the contrary, it will be entirely facing Charlton. Both entrances, there are two entrances and exits, and both of those are on Charlton Street. So all traffic will be coming into our neighborhood um, for the sleep-in. There will be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, noise pollution, light pollution, traffic through our neighborhood. And there, the sleep-in um, will be located directly next to and across from existing homes within the neighborhood. And so that's a huge concern for us because it is encroachment into our neighborhood, which we think that the city and the zoning regulations should protect us from that type of encroachment. And we feel somewhat betrayed um, by the city in that it has not happened that way. Well, good points about that. Let's go ahead and back up for a minute here, and because you're giving some information that I've been kind of asking about too. So the hotel itself, if we're if I'm at Martha Berry and I'm taking a left onto Charlton, yes, where will the hotel entrance be? Will it be on Charlton? It will be on Charlton. So you turn off into that. You turn into the neighborhood. Okay. To enter and to exit the hotel. No cuts on Martha Berry. No cuts at all on Martha Berry. Which is odd because the existing structures there, I think, do Correct. have cuts. They do. The other issue people, I think, don't realize, and I was out there patrolling the neighborhood yesterday following the Monday night city commission meeting. I say patrolling, doing my drive-by journalism I always oh, do. I hope you saw all of our signs. Oh, everyone. I'm, and, I think I was counting them. Um, but got me. And, and the house, people don't realize, it's not just where that existing business is. It is not. It, is, it does go back into one property to Charlton. To is Charlton. a current residence. Mm-hmm. I believe it is abandoned. It is. Okay, the empty house. It's an empty so this, house. So this will be, this is hotel goes into that lot, and that, of course, the house will come out, mm-hmm. and the hotel also will, I use the word encroach, and you, I'm not being judgmental here, but it does go not just, shall we say, on the uh, property abutting Martha Berry, but it does go one residence, basically, yes. into, into some the of neighborhood. Park. Yes. I don't think people understand that either. They keep I thinking, think oh, that's going to be there. They're going to put it right. all in the corner. Um, I'm surprised. Number one, I would think if I was building a hotel, I want all the exposure I can get off Martha mm-hmm. Berry. Uh, I never understood the Hampton Inn over here off of uh, Martha Berry and Broad Street for backing up right. to uh, turn them, I'm sorry, to turn them a call there. In this scenario there, though, that house, 
to Charlton was rezoned back in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the issues here, I think they've charged you with doing this, you being the homeowners. I think this is really a city matter for the city and the planning department, which we have two. We have an excellent planning department, an excellent we legal do. department. Um, I think somebody needs to find out what happened. What made that zoning happen, number one, to put basically one household in to be basically rezoned commercial right. for this use? Because right now this thing has got a green light. Yes, it does. So it's our understanding that in the 70s, the uh, family that owns two Charlton and the property, the adjoining property on Martha Berry that was Jack's Auto Sales and was a gas station previous to that, um, they owned that property together, and it was a single parcel. And when they got permission to build the gas station, back then we didn't have zoning like we do now, but it was all categorized as commercial. And then in the 1980s, when they decided to split that single piece of property into two lots, the home was left zoned, as they would say in the 80s, as commercial. So when they redid the ULD... ULDC? Yeah, I think that's it. Um, Universal Land. I don't know. I always had a problem with that for 17 years. I know. I've been here. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, it's the, the zoning ULC laws. Yeah. or ULDC. Uh, so when they redid that in the late 1990s or early 2000s, apparently that was our opportunity to appeal that zoning. But because there wasn't a traditional way of the sign being posted and the notification being given to the community that hey this is zoned even those yellow signs they weren't back no no. Mm -mm. so there was the the neighborhood didn't know that it was zoned um cc community commercial so no one appealed it no one said anything because we didn't know until this happened that it was even zoned in that method everyone assumed it was zoned residential and in fact, if you look at the tax map, which I have been told that this is this is not um, out of the ordinary, but even though it is zoned commercial, that two Charlton lot has been taxed residential all of these years. It has never been taxed commercial. Why would the city not tax that at a rate? Someone that's other than me would have to answer that question. That's an interesting thing. And in fact, I'll, I want to look at that when I go back. Like, you know, we do have the tax mm-hmm. maps and that type of stuff. Um, I want to go home and check that out. I don't doubt, I'm not saying I doubt mm-hmm. you. I'm saying, like, how, you know, I would think that, you know, in a, in a community where tax dollars are very welcomed, let's say, mm-hmm. how do you miss out on, it may not be a couple thousand dollars, but still, that's a, that's a, that's a chunk of money times how many years right. here? Yeah, it kind of adds up there as well. So where does this leave? Here it is. The hotel is coming in. It's a sleep in. It's part of the Choice brand. Uh, looking at 52 Correct. rooms with 54 parking spaces. All the egress and exits are going to be on uh, on Charlton, not on, yes. not on Martha Berry. Where do we stand with all this? Well, at our last meeting a couple of nights ago with the city commissioners, um, we have agreed that we're going to try to reach out to the developer, Tony Patel, and have a meeting with the commissioners, the Homeowners Association of Somerville Park, and Mr. Patel to see if there is any resolution that would be agreeable to all three parties. Is there anything in I watched the meeting you know, remotely on the, on the webcast on Monday night. Um, I did not hear of anybody saying, until then, we're going to do a timeout on development. Um, right. This Neither can, have we. 
So is until, that they can move forward, or is it is it can is there anything that will hold the process no, before these meetings? There is not. I would hope there'd be some um, that we know of, although they have not officially filed any plans with the zoning office. That's true. I did check the right. fact. I thought that they those yesterday, not. as a matter of fact, for the whole. So s- there could be issues, but we don't know of any issues at this point in time. So the sale of the property did go through. They have closed, so they own it. Okay, and that property would be not just, that's the entire property, That right? is the entire property. So okay. it's uh, to Charlton, the property directly in front where Jack's Auto Sales was, and then another smaller piece of property from um, the Apria Healthcare yeah. uh, area that was needed to make that lot large enough for the sleep-in. Is that where the alterations place is? Or yes. That little that part That's right there. Correct. So, so you do have the frontage on uh, on Martha Berry plus the the cut into uh, Somerville Park on Charlton as well. Mm-hmm. So right now the city, you guys, uh, I watched it Monday night. Uh, I got to tell you, I got a little bit amused. Um, I'm a. And this is personally me saying this, not you guys. All right, I'll make sure and separate Somerville Park. I never understood why we have city commissioners who sit up there and just tell you how much they love Rome. And I love to walk in your neighborhood. It's the most walkable neighborhood in there, and we wish you well. No, city commissioners, let's get something done. Wendy Davis, right. thank God, said time yes. out. Let's dig in to see what's going on there. I mean, yeah, I love Rome, too. We all love Rome. You guys are trying to preserve uh, one of the historic neighborhoods going back to 1913, I believe. That's correct. One of yes. the, what they call a heritage neighborhood? It is a heritage neighborhood. And so that's another interesting point we could talk about. So uh, at our 100th anniversary, we were able, to, in 2013, we were able to get, working with the city, the heritage neighborhood designation, which apparently is a real thing in many communities and states across the nation. However, in Rome, Georgia, it is not a real thing. Interesting. So, yes, it's very interesting. So, so we're, we're in a tree other, city. We love downtown. Mm-hmm. We have all the yes. downtown preservation stuff going on. So in other areas, so there's historic um, mm-hmm. districts, which everyone is familiar Oak with. Dean because and, we, yeah. we have those areas here in Rome. But they come with lots of very strict regulations. So heritage neighborhoods do come with some restrictions and some regulations, but many less than historic neighborhoods do. But it offers protection for your neighborhood for things like this. Interesting. Yes. But I guess because Rome or Floyd County never adopted the heritage neighborhood distinction, we don't have anything that comes with it. It's just in name only we are a heritage neighborhood. That may be something for our uh, – we have a very great celebration in this town every May for Preservation Month. Right. I would hope maybe this is something they can take up. But we have other other neighborhoods, Oak Dean and Avenue we A. There's do. some other historic districts. We all knew, I think a couple of years ago, what happened over in Avenue A, and there was some preservation talk over there about some development mm-hmm. talk as well. For you guys now, and it's not, it's not just the encroachment into – again, let's make sure we clarify this – it's not just the frontage on Martha Berry. Again, this is now going one lot deep into Somerville Park, yes. i.e. the two Charlton property as well. Um, you guys have made a very good pitch. You did a wonderful job. Again, Board of Adjustments, and we heard it again Monday night during the city commission meeting. There's a crime factor with the existing hotels. How many existing hotels in one mile radius mm-hmm. of you guys? There are six. And how many crime reports have you all heard of? Well, so we haven't gotten a full, complete list of crime reports. So what I had been told 
uh, prior to the Board of Adjustments meeting was that at just one of those six hotels, I'm sorry, I should probably say motels, within the one-mile radius of Somerville Park, there were 300 police calls in one year. I'd believe that. Yes, I would believe that as well. So we know that there is a lot of crime, drugs, prostitution, and so forth um, in those many of those hotels, not all of them, but many of them. And we do we would love to work with the city more on how to clean some of that up. Um, and, and if there are things that we could do to make it safer, you know, we've seen increased, increased crime rate within our neighborhood, particularly with cars and outbuildings and homes being broken into, um, has been the primary increase in crime. You, uh, during that meeting Monday night, make sure I'm not putting words in his mouth, I believe Mayor Bill Collins does live in some of He Park. does. And I believe he said he's, he and his family were victimized three times? Yeah, that is what he said. So you would think it would, that would help demonstrate to city commissioners and others in the city administration. It's not just, I'm not calling you guys crazy homeowners, but I mean, no. it's, you got well, you got one of your colleagues sitting up here who had, right. can, can elaborate, yes, we've had three crimes at our home and we lived out there as well. Um, and not that, you know, and, and the folks who are doing sleep in, Mr. Patel, anybody else, we're not saying, anybody, no one's saying that this new hotel is going to bring in crime no, per se of course not but, but who thought the scottish inn was going to turn into the cottage inn when they lost their franchise i just heard that story this morning about the s with, coming off yeah that. the s and the h yeah right? that's uh, something else mm-hmm. but i mean looking in yes right now and i believe that property itself is for sale as well or has it been is. i think it's off the market right now and i believe a city commissioner as also a real estate agent had that property listed so anyway We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. But y'all are worried about the possibility of some type of, uh, you know, if bringing more traffic, potentially more crime to the area, but just disrupting what the city commission labeled as one of the most tranquil, peaceful, walkable neighborhoods in the city of Rome. Right. It's a way of life. And, and most people who live in the Somerville Park community do so b- deliberately. They fell in love with the community. If, if you watch Ken Nance's video on our Somerville Park Neighbors Facebook page, which I hope everyone will go out and like and share our post and our videos, but if you listen to him tell the story, he and his wife-to-be were engaged, and they were trying to determine where are we going to live in Rome, and they had really liked Somerville Park, and they drove out, and they sat there and rolled their window down and just listened and got the feel of the neighborhood and Somerville Park feels special and it has so much charm to it and such a great way of life and everyone does talk to one another you know everyone walks you see people walking their dogs all the time children out on bicycles and skateboards and we have people come from all over Rome to use our parks our park that Talbert Park that's in Somerville Park um, we have basketball court. We have uh, two tennis courts, and they play pickleball as well there. Um, lots of soccer, and there's a playground. And so we, we get lots of activity going on within the neighborhood every day. And it's wonderful to see that, and we don't want to lose that. No, good point. We're talking to Penny Evans' plans about the drive through Somerville Park residents to keep the sleep in from uh, kind of, yeah, relocating into their neighborhood. We'll talk more about that with Penny after the break. This is the Hometown Headlines Podcast Edition. I'm Ryan Simmons, Creative Director at Brand Red. 
We're honored to sponsor today's episode. If you're looking to grow your business, we help companies just like yours reach new customers. Contact us by visiting our website at brandredstudios.com or emailing us at info at brandredstudios.com. And welcome back. This is the Hometown Headlines podcast edition with John Druckermiller. We are joined today by Penny Evans Plant. She is a resident of Somerville Park, as you're well aware of. Uh, there is continuing efforts to uh, stop the development of a sleep in at the corner of Charlton and Martha Berry. It's not at the intersection per se. This does go in by one lot, one house, shall we say, into Charlton, into Somerville Park. Penny, again, thank you for being here today. Thank you again for having me, John. You bet. Now, it's, it's something that's an interesting story. That's a lot of folks, a lot of eyes in Rome, a lot of ears in Rome listening to this right now. Penny, speaking of that, you guys have done a masterful job of bringing a situation, which is a neighborhood situation, to the community's awareness through the city commission meetings, through the Board of Appeals, uh, Board of Adjustments. Also, uh, incredible social media signs are out. Exactly what are y'all doing to make people aware of this? Yes, thank you. So as you have noted, we have spoken um, a couple of times with the commissioners and the Board of Adjustments, and we have uh, created a, a Facebook page. It is Somerville Park Neighbors, and we would love it if the community would like or follow our page, and if you would share and comment on our post. We have a number of videos that we have made of various community members and why they chose uh, Somerville Park and why they stay there, um, and we think those are very impactful. And uh, we would like to expand beyond the Rome media. We've been very appreciative of Hometown Headlines coverage of our situation, as well as the Rome News Tribune. But we would love to expand to the Atlanta media, and we feel the best way to do that is if we have our Facebook page, Something Goes Viral, and we get many, many shares and likes and follows. So we're earlier today, I think we were at about 530 follows and likes. Um, just on the page, and we would love to see you that. You have a petition as well? We do, and that's on the Facebook page as well. You can find the petition there and sign it. We have, I think, about 600 names on it, um, and that has already been shared with uh, the developer um, during after the Board of Adjustments meeting a few weeks ago. Um, as well, we have a yard signs. Uh, we have 500 yard signs printed, and with our, our two favorite hashtags, which are hashtag Save Somerville Park and um, hashtag Sleep In, Stay Out. And uh, we would love to have to see those signs all over Rome, not just within our neighborhood. So if you would like one, they are available for pickup at 10 Robin Street. They are actually on the, the side of the street. You don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want to. You can just stop drive by, by right? drive by, grab one, and be on your way. Um, but if you would like to have one delivered, if you will just send us a message on our Facebook page, Somerville Park Neighbors, we will be glad to deliver one to you for your home and or your business. No, it's a very good campaign. Y'all are very organized and very professional, by the way. Let's make sure and underscore that. Absolutely. Uh, we all know about the dangers of Facebook. And believe me, I, I live and die on Facebook every day with Home Done Headlines. Uh, I think anything I've seen so far has been quite professional. And we, we have really made an effort. We want to stay very fact-based. We don't want to um, start uh, going down a path of name-calling or um, being uh, 
hateful or mean because that's not what we want. We want the sleep-in to be in Rome. We have no problem whatsoever uh, with a sleep-in locating in Rome. In fact, we think that's a great idea. In particular, we would love it if the sleep-in were to replace one of the existing six properties that are not in the best uh, condition. We think that would be a win-win for everyone. Uh, but we understand that that may be a more expensive option. But there are so many other available uh, places to put a sleep in uh, that would not be encroaching into an existing neighborhood. Penny, final couple minutes here. Um, number one, if you are successful, what happens to Two Charlton? Is, you know, is that- That's a great question. Uh, the Neighborhood Association has actually talked about purchasing Two Charlton. I'm not sure what we would eventually end up doing with it. Uh, we've talked about a community center. Um, uh, you know, there's a variety of options we could do. A community garden if the house has to come down. I'm not fully aware of the condition of the home. I know no one has lived there in the last several years. Uh, so there would be a lot of things up in the air, but we, we just want it uh, zoned residential. And good point about that. And by the way, I love the natural vegetation that really separates yes. uh, where the old car lot was and yes. that house. I, when I drove by again yesterday. There's many beautiful uh, trees. It's nice. Yep. Very it nice. And that's a, a kind of a, just a, a pleasant area as well. Um, if people want to help you guys out, people want to get involved, right, very quickly, have you heard from any other, other historical or heritage neighborhoods in the greater Rome community? No. I'm surprised not. at that because normally mm-hmm. there's very active groups over in Oak Dean and other areas. Uh, when it comes to uh, going before the city commission, I don't want to use the word confront. I know this, we're not talking no. combat mm-hmm. here. Uh, East Rome folks have it nailed. <laughs> and I, I'm surprised we've not heard some. Maybe they'll they get involved do. in this as well. It is a political year as well. Has anybody, have you guys had any notions or whatever about with city six city commissioners up for re-election, including your fellow resident and th- two others representing Ward 3 within you, would y'all live, any political activity planned by the group? No, not at this time. Okay. What you're doing right now, your social media campaigns, you're going before, okay. all good stuff there as well. Penny, we want to thank you for coming by today. I think it's a great education. I think a lot of people don't understand exactly what's going on other than, well, they don't want the hotel at the corner. It's not the corner. Right. It also, it's not it has the corner. It's a, inside not just our a toe. You got a nice big foot plus yes. that comes into Somerville Park. We'll continue to follow us for you as well on Hometown Headlines. I want to thank you for your time today and for what you folks do. Again, not only is it a protest you're doing this, but I think, again, uh, looking back, especially during current, current issues in the city and the county, I can't, I, I'm just appreciative how professional you guys have been about this and thank trying you. to do the right thing and keeping it on a, you know, the so-called high road. It's a good job yes. by you guys. Thank you. You bet. Well, thank you. I want to thank Todd today as well. Always does a fantastic job keeping us informed over here at Brand Red Studios. We are just off of uh, Fifth Avenue here in Bale Street in downtown Rome. We appreciate Todd's work and Brand Red's work as well. We'll close with this. If the developer, if the city, if anybody on the other side, I'm not saying the city's on the other side, has a different perspective of this. We want to invite them on to a podcast. We will do this as soon as early next week to give you your side of the story as well. Uh, Contact me, 706-346-2031. We're all over Facebook. This is John Drucker-Miller thanking Todd, thanking Penny for your time today. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.